Hey there, everyone. Just wanted to say a quick super thank you to you taking time out of your day to listen in to the podcast and figure out who's going to be at the start line for the Boston Marathon. Been talking to some incredible, strong women that I'm excited to see race. And if you haven't listened to the past couple episodes, definitely go back and and see what they're up to and uh, who's going to be on the start line. Yeah, again, just thank you, thank you, and hopefully I'll be just bringing out more content. We'll see what we're going to do after this Boston Boston Spur, and yeah, super excited, and hope you're, hope you're back for more. All right, hope you enjoy this episode, and yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, thanks. I somehow, I think it was from the Boston Marathon page, came across your story, and right away I was like, I need a, I need to try and talk to her. <laughs> a little unique from most people's stories, probably. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, two of my cousins, they're, they're um, recently new RNs. And then I've new like OTs and PTs um, kind of throughout the pandemic and kind of saw from, of, like from the sidelines, like there's a lot of, <laughs> they're, they're, they were struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's harder to see from the sidelines because it's hard for us to really verbalize like what is going on. <laughs> yeah. Cause even for like, I mean, my girlfriend at the time, she was, she was a PT and she would get, she'd get back home. And then I would just sit there and she would just <laughs> lay it all, lay it all out. Yeah. There's um, like, you either do that or you just sit in silence and <laughs> it's, it's not great for relationships. <laughs> Especially at the beginning of the pandemic, you're like, what's going on? And then you kind of just see it just get progressively just worse and worse. Yeah. And um, but I guess we could first start with, I guess for those um that don't know you just like myself, basically, uh, maybe just introduce yourself and kind of the kind of your goal going into Boston with um raising awareness towards um, the American Nursing Association? Sure. So um, my name is Samantha Rucker. I am a nurse in Philadelphia. I've worked here um, since I graduated an accelerated nursing program at Penn um, in 2017. And uh, I've worked in a ENT outpatient clinic for two sinus skull-based surgeons ever since. Um, that was my first job. I still have it. In 2020, I went back um, to finish an NP degree. So I'm um, I'm due to graduate in December with a master's in nursing um, and then hopefully become a nurse practitioner after that. Um, but yeah, just working throughout the pandemic, um, I still was running <clears throat> the whole time. I've, you know, run at a pretty competitive level the last couple of years and that, I mean, that was a whole other can of worms. There was no races. It was like hard yeah. to run people at you for running outside. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I definitely dealt with all of those challenges as well, but um, they were nothing compared to kind of my nursing world challenges. Um, but yeah, I knew that there was a record out there. I had seen a runner's world article years prior about um, the fastest marathon run in a nurse's uniform. Um so I knew in the back of my mind that existed. And then um, I don't even know how the idea kind of fully yeah. came 
Yeah, I guess like first, which but, which one yeah. came first, or you kind of just like. Um, I was really so many, like, like for something to do. Like I wanted to use running to somehow like raise. A, I wanted to combine my two worlds, and I didn't know like what the link was there, and that was the link. <laughs> um, and um, so then I, uh, yeah, I just tried to find a foundation because um, I was like, I think this idea like. I don't have a huge platform in the running world, but I know enough people and same with nursing, like mm-hmm. I don't have a huge, like fancy job or whatever, but I work at a great hospital and um, great hospital system. And I'm at school at the best nursing school in the country. So I was like, I'm relatively well connected. Um, I wanted to try to find a foundation to support um, that specifically um, supported the mental health and well-being of healthcare workers um, throughout the pandemic because you know, the rates of depression, suicide, PTSD, anxiety, they've just all like skyrocketed among, um, among mental health workers. And we're seeing it more now, like the real research is coming out because it's enough time has passed that we're kind of getting an idea on what those numbers are. And, um, there are so many news stories and, you know, articles written about it, but at least when I was looking for a foundation, there really is not much support out there. Um, Yeah. Was that, was that, Far. <laughs> um, was that because kind of during the pandemic um or I guess the climax of it um during kind of like 2020 was it was it you trying to find resources or was it more like people around you trying to find resources and you're you didn't really see anything to like go to yeah um it wasn't even that necessarily because I, I don't know if we even knew like the extent of what was going to happen um, and the need that would be um, kind of required. But um, yeah, just I think like an overwhelming like lack of support that we as nurses felt. Um, and this, you know, goes for me and my colleagues and friends who are nurses like elsewhere, um, different departments, different countries, <laughs> different states and mm-hmm. um I don't think it, it like shifted from, there was like a shift from, you know, like healthcare workers, nurses are heroes. And then there wasn't really anything that was actually being done about it. Um, yeah. We were just talking about it, but not really. Yeah. So that's what I found was like, I really couldn't find any organizations to support. And then that just like super frustrated me. Um, and that's like when I went like full speed ahead, trying to find one and fortunately found the American nurses foundation um, and their well-being initiative kind of, falls right um, in line with everything I was looking for in terms of like, having mental health and well-beingness, mental health and well-being apps, um, like grief counseling, free therapy, like writing, um, creative writing classes, different um, classes on like financial consulting and stuff like that. Um, just wonderful resources. And so um, the only kind of bummer is that it's driven specifically towards nurses, which obviously helps me and works for my platform. But um, I do think all healthcare workers are kind of suffering right now. So I do wish no, I could have um, something that included everyone, but we'll start at with the nurse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least you're, at least you're making the push and yeah, showing awareness in that way, which I think is yeah. awesome. And I went and saw you've already raised $20,000, which is yeah, I think last night, to hit 20,000 so that's really cool <laughs> that's yeah that that's awesome and I mean that is definitely something <laughs> yeah 
and we still have like two weeks to go. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last big push. So it was 26, was it 2016 when you ran your first marathon? Uh, I ran my first marathon in 2014. Um, I ran the Lehigh Valley marathon just to qualify for Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did Boston twice and then it, these were just kind of for fun. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, I did New York in 2016. That was like the first one where I was like, okay, maybe I could be good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got kind of serious again after that. I like just had the goal of, I think I ran like 245, 20 something at New York. Um, and so that was when I was like, all right, I should probably chase the trial standard. Um, and yeah, just kind of kept improving from there. <laughs> what was the, cause obviously by this time you're a nurse during kind of all that running and training. How'd you go from, yeah, running like a 245 all the way to running a, what was it like a 230 at CIM? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. Like how does one having the schedule and obviously this is like pre um, pandemic. So obviously we're not in like the same type of time. Like how'd you yeah. go from balancing nursing to kind of bringing that time all the way down? Oh, to- it was hard. <laughs> I was like a brand new uh, nurse. So I was just kind of trying to figure my way around work. <laughs> um, but no, I just, I was really motivated for like, I really only, I try to like, focus for the shortest amount of time possible because if I kind of let it go like a 16 week marathon buildup is not going to go well for me I don't have that much <laughs> time to really that hard um, so uh it was a lot of like learning about and I'm still learning like when what days are like feasible for me to get in you know a faster workout like if I have mm-hmm. like a crazy day in clinic on Tuesday and I'm on my feet all day, like hardly drinking water, running around like a crazy person. It's probably not the best night to do a track yeah. work. And I had to learn after like five failed attempts that don't do track workouts on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of trial and error, but just being flexible with like switching my training around based on how I felt and like the weather um, was another thing. Like if mm-hmm. I Thursday was the best day for me to do a tempo, but then it was pouring rain and 20 miles per hour wind. Um, not, not ideal. Like, yeah. Is it going to make a huge difference if I do it on Friday? Like probably not. So just kind of learning to be, um, like a bit more flexible with, um, my training and what works with my mm-hmm. schedule and what doesn't. And I guess kind of going to like the root of the, the show and us talking about like morning routines, how has, so you're fresh out of fresh out of school. You're in, you're an RN. You're trying to be a little more competitive at the marathon. How has your morning routine changed from then? Kind of like you like even before races, and even just like going into work and like mentally preparing yourself, Ooh. like just like for the day. Maybe everyone should put earmuffs on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I started morning running. Um, I was never really like a huge, like early morning runner, um, mm-hmm. until nursing school. And then 
Um, actually in Philly, we had like a good group of people who all had um, like they were either, I had like a few friends in dental school or um, a few of them were doctors. Like a lot of them had to be at work pretty early. So we started like running early. Um, it was nice. It was like, it's always nice when you have people to run with. So I, um, throughout school ran relatively early every day and then, yeah, we just switch mindsets to, um, school and I run twice a day. So then I would kind of, it would, it was nice having like the bigger run over with, and then, um, could just kind of blob around on the second run that day. But, um, it was sad. I had like, like I said, a bunch of friends in dental school were like my morning runners. And then when they all graduated, I was like, no, and I went through a phase where I like didn't run in the morning because I had no one <laughs> and it was terrible. <laughs> I was like always catching up on things. Um, so yeah, no, I um, I have a couple morning run friends, like not many. Most of my running friends now are like night. I can't do it. <laughs> so I I mix. Um, I, I love a good lunch run, but those are hard to come by. Those are, those are rare, even. Yeah. Rare. And you, you feel, you feel weird. It's like, yeah, the sun's out, the weather's nice. There's a bunch of people like, I know you're like, what is this unicorn mm-hmm. run? Um, yeah. So yeah, I like basically set my alarm to like the last possible minute that I can. I don't sleep a lot. It's like I'm up late doing homework now. Um, and then we always joke that like you have to find somebody who you're like friends with and enjoy running with but like not close enough with that you can like text them and bail last minute so yes <laughs> like yes. if you're cute bit of them then like you're comfortable being like yeah nah like sorry <laughs> um <laughs> which happened to me this morning I crossed over that path with somebody I was like ooh, sorry <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's okay you're you're gonna they're gonna text you later this week it's like hey so friday morning um easy run and espresso after like (laughs) let's go (laughs) um so yeah um but yeah i'll set my alarm to the last possible second i'll run for as long as i possibly can before i know exactly what time i have to get back in and quick shower change and then i walk to work so i um like try to get some coffee and water on the go and um yeah and <laughs> then in the hospital it's game on <laughs> game on um how has it changed from like that point during the pandemic because I feel like work just like took over at least yeah. that's what I, that's what I would think it's just like obviously your day-to-day but just like everything that's going on you thinking about like your own like health and well-being like going in and keeping everyone else around you safe and kind of like how running tied into that and kind of keeping you like did it keep you balanced or like what role yeah it it, um it was definitely just like there's so much unknown um so many things like we didn't really know what were going to happen or how they were going to play out Um, so it was really just kind of like a day by day thing. Um, I tried to like run through all that just for the kind of like sake of keeping a routine and, um, having like some sense of normalcy, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was hard too. like, everybody was running with masks on 
that didn't really make a ton of sense to me scientifically, but <laughs> I wasn't going to be the person that didn't do it. Um, so yeah, I think, um, that was, that was definitely tricky. Um, but no, I, I mean, running was like that thread of consistency through a time that everything else was kind of chaotic and chaos. So, um, yeah. And then how is it transition to now kind of like what's your because you still work full-time I work part-time now um I okay. just drop down which sounds great but really I just have more clinical hours for school so <laughs> I think I'm working more technically and getting paid <laughs> um, hanging for some of those hours um so yeah I work I work 25 hours a week at work work and then I do like 20 hours of calls um so yeah work way more, get paid less. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So my time, like in a hospital is still about the same, um, running still serves as like a release and something after work or before work. Um, mm -hmm. and especially like leading into this race where it's not necessarily a race that I'm like gunning for fitness or personal best. It's mm -hmm. something that's like much bigger than that actually. Um, yeah. Is, really special and it definitely it comes with like a whole set of nerves that I didn't really expect um I'm like usually fine with handling nerves um going into a race I don't really get nervous for races because I'm like well whatever happens happens and I prepared how I could but for this I like I don't know I don't know what to expect so is it is, is it because you kind of like you're going for like you have like the world record thing in the back of your yeah, head it, you have this like whole and then I just have so many people that have been following along and um so many people have donated obviously and it's um you know I I when I came up with this idea I thought and I hoped it could get really big and it is um which is great but I'm nervous to be the person that in front of in front of all of that I just want to be able to represent um like nurses in the best light and so I think that's a huge uh, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. <laughs> the real question is how did you pair, decide on a pair of scrubs to run in? Cause I know you partnered with, was it Moxie? Moxie. Yep. Yeah. So they reached out to me, um, and it was an immediate like click. Um, they're a startup out of Boston. Um, their whole idea is like that it's very like nurse centered and, um, they want to like make scrubs that nurses feel comfortable in and like to wear. Um, and it just so happens the material that they use is like very athletic material. It's like a combination of um, polyester and spandex. So mm -hmm. it's not like the Ideal. like part. Yeah. They're perfect. Um, so she sent me a few pairs to try to run in and um, the pants are- <laughs> To try awesome. to run in. <laughs> yeah, the pants are awesome. Don't go to work in them, just run in them. <laughs> I know. Um, I do wear them to work though too. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I'm still deciding which shirt I'm going to wear. I'm not entirely sure. Um, there is a pair of joggers and um, I mean, I would wear them to the gym. They're like, they're nice pants. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so that's awesome though that they were- pretty quick to yeah, they were right on board and like so excited so that was cool that's awesome um what I'm so curious like right now as you're kind of transitioning and there's probably someone in like your shoes that's kind of like maybe even for like someone like my cousin like 
going into like the industry and being a nurse and whether you're balancing like having a hobby like being like a pretty elite marathon runner or just trying to find time to hang out with friends like what advice would you give to them especially if like we were to go through another like peak time like 2020 yeah no it's a good question it's something I thought a lot about because I recently just started precepting a new grad um who is taking my full-time spot since I'm going to Mm part-time um so I started precepting her in like December and like right before Omicron or like right during Omicron and it was hard to like bring someone new on and be like it's such a great job but also it's a mess here right now um like it was like the week like her second week was like all of the staffing shortages and everything and I I, like I had a lot of time a lot of trouble like and I spent a lot of time thinking about like oh my gosh what do I tell this girl to like not make her hate her decision to become a nurse um so yeah it's definitely hard it's hard for the new grads um are coming in at a time that's, you know, completely unprecedented as everybody says, but it's true. Like it's, um, it's hard to know what to predict next. Um, I think just, you know, finding, um, like a preceptor or some, like another nurse that you trust, um, and you trust their judgment on and they're kind to you and are willing to answer your questions, ask as many questions as you can to get yourself comfortable obviously what comes first is patient safety. Um, and, but you also need to remember that in order to care for the patient safely, you have to be in a good mental state. So, um, asking any questions that you need to, and kind of taking care of yourself when you're not at work, um, is really important. Definitely. And so I guess kind of wrapping up kind of what's the, like, what, what are you hoping, um, like, do you have a goal after kind of like following the, um, the race in Boston? Like, if anything, we'll kind of build off of this, obviously like showing more awareness, but yeah. What are you hoping um, one? I don't know. I, um, like when I was in the depths of all of this and like, couldn't find a foundation, I was like, I'm going to build my own foundation. Um, and then I was like, wait, I have like negative time in my week. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I kind of have like a down the road idea. You're hearing it here first. Um, Like maybe next year when I'm studying for my boards um, and I'm still working part-time, I I don't know, tried to come up with like my own organization or foundation since it looks like we have a lack of them. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, definitely just keep building off of this one for as long as I can. Um, And would that would be geared towards nurses as well or just kind of healthcare professionals? Healthcare workers in general. and then, yeah, just like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what it would look like. Maybe like, I know there's like, you know, there's so many, so many ways that <laughs> it could go. Um, like mental health care is so expensive. So I would love to be able to like have some kind of foundation that took the burden off of um, like financially um, expensive treatments, such as like, it's like some, a lot of like treatments for depression are off label and people are paying out of pocket. And, you know, these people are like, they have good jobs as healthcare workers and they're Mm -hmm. going to get paid for their mental health treatment. Um, so I don't know, something like that, or maybe like, 
um, so where they could apply for like grants or something mm-hmm. to um, like fund their own healthcare essentially is as sad as that sounds. Um, yeah, because I feel like going into any healthcare facility, I want to, obviously I want to be confident that like the person caring for me is like, obviously yeah. I know they've worked their way and they know their, their craft, but like headspace wise, like they're like ready to go. They're to, they're to work. Yeah. And- yeah. And then like, just like being able, one of the hardest things is like being able to pair um, like your insurance with uh, like a mental health provider because some providers don't accept insurance. Um, there's like this whole, there's so many different like games and weird coverages with mental health. Um, but that's one of the big access problems too, I think. So I don't know. Who knows what <laughs> my organization will end up well, with. That, that, <laughs> that's great. You, you kind of have an idea of the kind of the direction you want to yeah. go. <laughs> and who knows, maybe you'll just get more ideas after after this yeah. race or you'll get more opportunities maybe and so awareness to start so besides donating to um you and the nursing foundation what can like someone like myself that's doesn't work in healthcare um <laughs> does have friends that are working in healthcare how can we like kind of support the cause and kind of the well-being of because i'll have like people come in I'm the assistant manager at a bar and um, I had a home health nurse come in and she just, she's drinking a glass of wine and we just start talking about, yeah, past like year and a half and the struggles she's had. And I don't know, they, they go through a lot, just healthcare workers in general. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, how Honestly, can we find, um, it's so simple, but I try to take that with me too, to my patients and like, patients, families who may be frustrated with something um, that's coming off as rude. And you take a step back and you're like, no, they're just frustrated with this, this you know, or something. Um, and people just being kind to one another goes a long way. Um, I feel like even now more than ever, we just like expect people to not be kind. So it shouldn't be the norm when like you finish a conversation there, you're like, oh, wow, they were so nice. Like it, that should just be assumed, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, you're very kind to this individual. Um, but yeah, just, uh, any like close friends that are healthcare workers, um, reaching out and checking on them, making sure they're okay. is always a good, um, a good thing. I, I'm like a big letter person. I send my friends that are healthcare workers letters all the time. I love um, that. <laughs> yeah. It's snail mail. Um, so I send a lot. Trader Joe's has like great $1, like random. <laughs> I just buy I'll check them out next time I stop by them. <laughs> stamps and I just send them out um, <laughs> so yeah just like knowing that you're thinking about them um is is helpful that well thanks so much Samantha for for for, for making the time I know you have a busy schedule sure. yeah no um, problem honored truly thank you for having me of course I'm I'm that much more excited to to see so hopefully someone has some type of live stream for you running at some point oh, I I know. Will... my coworkers who like don't understand running at all were like we're gonna watch you and I was like no you're no, not you're not <laughs> and they were like but they're showing it on tv and I'm like I'm not gonna be a bit <laughs> <laughs> so. it's definitely 
if they're trying to go like and watch you, it's gonna be a mission. But I know you just you just need to have a team spread out across the whole course. Yeah. And it'll make it look like they followed you the entire way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited to see you and all the other women race and I'm gonna be rooting for you. Hopefully you can you can get that that world record. I know. Hopefully I can sneak under there, but we'll see. We'll see. Thanks so much for sharing this and um, good luck with the rest of your series. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, I have a couple more coming out soon. And so I'm trying to, I was trying to get a couple more before the race. So we'll see how many I could, I can get out. Perfect. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Sam. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a good one. See ya. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.